Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host who put the nut in health nut, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we finished up the series of the top 20 fitness trends for 2022 as compiled by the American College of Sports Medicine. And it was talking about your fitness tracker. And it was not only how you could use your fitness tracker to improve your uh, physical health, but how you could actually use it to make or save some money. So if you haven't heard that, I encourage you to go back and listen to it and see how you can more efficiently use that fitness tracker that you've got. This week, we're going to look at a study from March of 2020 published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. And I've said on this podcast several times before, a lot of times before, that probably the most important thing you could do for your personal fitness is to be more active, to increase the number of steps you take in a day, to increase your daily activity level. So in this study, they took information from 4,840 people. The average age, they had to be over age 40 to participate in this. The average age was 56.8. 54% of them were women, so it's about half. And 36% of them were obese. So this is a very good cross-section of the population. And they had these people wear a fitness tracker for about a week. And they recorded their steps. Then they divided them into four different groups based on the number of steps they took. Less than 4,000 steps, 4,000 to 8,000, 8,000 to 12,000, and above 12,000. They also recorded how fast they walked. Um, but what they found was that the people that took more steps, pro that they actually walked faster. So that kind of confounded that information. So in this particular study, they really concentrated more on the number of steps that you took in a day. Now, I also pointed out that anytime you're measuring something, it improves. So there's a good possibility that the people in here um, that, say, took 4,000 to 8,000 steps a day normally wouldn't take quite that many steps because they were being measured. They took more steps. There was no discussion of that in the results of the study, but that's generally something that happens. So some of these numbers may have been a little higher as far as the step count. However, the results were very, very dramatic. Now, I want to point out that if you go back and read the actual study and see their percentages, and then you listen to the percentages that I'm reporting, there's going to be a bit of a discrepancy. And because they used a much more complex analysis um, to compare it to U.S. population rates and things, all I did was took the number of people that were in that group and the number of people that died and did a simple percentage of that. So we're, there's a couple of percentage points difference, but the results are still the same. So I just thought I'd tell you in case you thought I was misreporting anything. In the 10-year follow-up period, the 10 years after they had uh, started the study, out of the people that took 4, 000, less than 4,000 steps in a day, which is pretty sedentary, 63% of them died in that 10 years. Compared to the people that took 8,000 steps, uh, between four and 8,000 steps, only 28% of those died, and only 9% of the ones that were, that took more than 12,000 steps died. So improving your uh, rate of dying from 63% to 9%, but 12,000 steps is a whole lot of steps. 
They did also point out that the ones that were in the 12,000 step plus were usually the younger ones in the study. But, you know, 40 was the youngest age that was allowed in the study, so they couldn't have been that young. So to me, from 63% to just going to 8,000 steps, which is not a, a huge jump in the number of steps, from 63% to 28%, that's a huge jump. Well, what did these people die of? Well, the two things they looked at were cardiovascular events, heart attack, stroke, something like that. And the less than 4,000 group had a 26% uh, 26% of them died from cardiovascular events. Whereas in the 8,000, the four to 8,000 step, only 9% died of cardiovascular event. They also looked at cancer rates because uh, cancer rates are much lower in people who are active. And out of the 4,000 step one, it was only 9%, but 9% died of cancer. And then the 8,000 to 12,000 step, only 3% died of cancer. So bottom line, if you want to significantly decrease your chance of dying this year, you need to get up and move more now if you're already in the 12,000 step a day category then you're doing good you're doing about the best you can but if you are in the less than 4,000 step category then you should probably think about doing something more so the rest of this is going to be how do you manage to do something more first thing you need to track where you are and if you don't already have a fitness tracker they're not expensive and I would be willing to bet that if the doctor told you that if you'll take this particular pill that would decrease your chance of dying this year by 50%, or um, then you would be all over it no matter how much it costs. So get a fitness tracker and find out exactly how many steps you are taking. Put the thing on, wear it, pay attention to it, and over the period of a week, figure out about how many, well, you don't have to figure out, look and see your average step count for the week next thing you need to do is set a goal to increase that step count when you set this goal don't get carried away everybody says wow well if i'm if i'm at 2000 steps right now and i need to be at 12000 steps to get the biggest benefit i'll just increase it by 10000 steps th this week that's probably not going to happen you need to I, i've said this before i think it was in episode 5 that what you should do is set a goal and then cut it in half and then cut it in half again. Now, if you set the goal of 10,000 steps and you cut it in half twice, it's probably still too big. Set a, If you're at less than 4,000 steps, set a goal to add a couple hundred steps. I mean, that's still a significant increase. And then the after you get to that goal, set another goal to get to a couple hundred steps. It's kind of like a little joke that I read. If you're not an exerciser, First thing you need to do is get two five-pound potato bags and hold them in each hand and get to where you can hold them up for 30 seconds. And then when you get done with that, you get two 10-pound potato bags and then get two 25-pound potato bags and then get two 100-pound potato bags. And once you get to where you can hold the two 100-pound potato bags out to the side for 30 seconds, try adding some potatoes to the bags. And, you know, it's kind of funny, but the real thing is that you need to start small. Don't expect this to happen in a day. So you add a couple hundred a couple hundred steps to it, and then you add a couple hundred steps after that, and you add a couple hundred steps after that. You get to the point that it's taking you an extra 10 minutes a day of activity, and then 15 minutes a day. 
and you slowly work your way up into this activity instead of just thinking, wow, if I need to go from 4,000 steps to 12,000 steps, here I go, I'm out the door. Chances are you're just not going to make that huge of an improvement. Do it in very small increments. And once again, just a few tips for this. Park a little bit farther away from the door at Walmart. Um, whenever you're putting up laundry, if, if you do put up laundry, when you're putting up dishes, do it one at a time. Instead of taking the whole stack of plates over to the cab- cabinet and putting it in, take one plate at a time. I know it sounds horribly inefficient. Or put up that one towel and then go back to the laundry basket and get the next towel and fold it and put it up. If you do that, that's going to greatly increase the number of steps that you get. Just little things. Or if you want to, start going for a walk. Get an accountability partner. Go for a walk with them. If you really want a good accountability partner, get a dog that needs walked. And then and actually take the dog for a walk so we don't have more obese pets. Because um, that's becoming a problem in America that we overfeed our pets and we don't exercise the pets enough. So bottom line, if you want to dramatically increase your chances of having a good quality life um, you know from going from a 63 percent chance of dying in 10 years to a 28 percent chance of dying in 10 years by only doubling the number of steps you take or going from a 26 percent chance of having a heart attack to a nine percent chance of having a heart attack from for just doubling the amount of steps you take and you can do it over a period of time to do it, get yourself a fitness tracker you or use the fitness tracker you've got that you stuck in the drawer that you haven't looked at in years. So get out the fitness tracker, put it on, find out how many steps you're taking, and then start doing just a few simple steps to improve your activity. And this will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.